Journey podcast, where not only do we break down one film a fortnight from the IMDb Top 250 list, but we also do a wide variety of other things, including games and pod v pods and trivias and drafts and lists and rankings and interaction with many, many listeners that we do love so much. But we also do something very different sometimes, and we go through our ranked list of top 50 films. Last week was the bottom 25. This week it's the top 25. I can't wait. Wouldn't be the same if I wasn't joined by Hendo. How you going, mate? It'd be a lot different if it was just you. It'd be one it'd, episode. It'd, it'd be, be our much longest better. downloaded it episode. It would be much better. <laughs> I think half- I'd be like, finally, <laughs> you got rid of that fucking Hendo right, block. Hendo's gone. Unsubscribe. <laughs> no, like you said, second half of our first 50 breakdowns is part of our two-year anniversary. Two years and one week. And one week. It's sort of, you know, the birthday's gone now. I hate these people that really over-celebrate. Like, birthday's one day, guys. What are we doing? Well, you're not going to like this bit, then. Hey, this is Gareth. I'm Bex. And we do Gareth's Random Ramblings. And I just wanted to say congratulations out to you guys uh, for your two years and one week episode. It's amazing and wonderful. It's really cool to see that you've lasted for whoa, this whoa, long. Hold on, hold on. What, what? Two years and one week. Yes. Did two, you the, find no, that? No, they've been, t- they've been doing the show for two years and one week. And we thought that I just noticed that on the thing, it's what, how long they've been going for. I thought that I would give my love for two years and one week. Were you, you supposed to do this last weekend? No, I wanted to do this as a special treat, and I wanted to make sure that they knew that I wasn't just jumping on the bandwagon and saying, oh, happy two years, like everybody else did. I wanted them to be special and feel... So you fucked up. Yeah, fucked up massively. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations. Yes, indeed. And uh, here's to another two years and one week. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. See ya. I must say, it's it's one thing for a podcast to make it to two years, but how many podcasts actually go that extra week? Yeah. It's so rare. A lot of people retire after two years. We are, we're done. <laughs> no, you get that It's you, t- you get that over that hurdle, that one week hurdle, and you know you, you're moving on for another two years. Oh, that was gold. Thanks so much, Gareth and Bex. That yeah, was awesome. Thank you very much. But, Dean, before we kick off the top half of our first 50 film breakdowns, let's take a look at... Give me the update. The top 250 update. All right, Hendo, what's going on on the list, the 250 list from IMDb? You want to see a Parasite update? I have a feeling I'm sitting pretty good here. Yeah, it didn't move. Ha ha ha. Fuck shit. I'm looking good. For those that don't know, me and Hendo had a, <laughs> a, 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 had a bet that uh, Hendo believed Parasite would hit 25 by the end of the year, but I said it wouldn't, and I'm... Considering we're halfway through December and it's still 34, I think I'm good here. You were nervous last week. You needed this week for it to not move. So, yeah, I think you, you've you definitely taken the lead in this bet, I'll tell you. Something you may not like is the Irishman has dropped 59 spots to 129. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that's looking grim. That's due to go then. You don't drop 60 spots in a week and then stay for, you know, an extended period of time. Obviously, all these people who can't watch a three and a half hour movie have got on and, yeah, yep. ransacked it. Those Absolutely. bastards. <laughs> Those bastards indeed. Something that's doing quite well is Ford v Ferrari has gone up 10 spots to 131. Awesome. Awesome indeed. What else are we looking at here? The Third Man has moved up three spots to 168. And our next film breakdown, Prisoners, has gone up to 202 to 200. Very convenient. Maybe a couple of people have got into the journey early and put in a couple of good ratings for it, hey? No? Super unlikely, Hendo. I like to think that's the case. No, but that is the update for the top 250 this week. Joker, any any update? No, it didn't move. Hasn't moved. So what, 19 is it? Yes, still at 19. I will say, though, that Goodfellas did move up to 17 and one flew over the cuckoo's nest dropped to 18. So there's a little change there in the top 20. All right, Dean, let's get into it. We're going to kick it off with my number 25, which is Alien. Ah, the first Alien. The first Alien. Yes, I had that much lower on my list, so 
Fair enough. Yep. Mid-tier for you? Mid-tier, of course. And we did have a, a nice interesting discussion about the effects of space on an alien. No, so we've got Dallas, Lambert and Kane all in their space suits mm-hmm. going out into the... Uh, into the alien spacecraft. Hey, while I think of it, should like, what's the go of gravity in their spaceship? Because it's never an issue for them. It's just normal gravity while they're in space. I don't know. Maybe they've shouldn't got- they be floating? Well, they don't float when they in real life when they land on the moon. They've got things in their space space suit, special space suits. No gravity stuff that keeps them down, keeps them compressed. Maybe the gravity is fine on this planet. Maybe they tested it. Maybe the gravity is the same on this moon than Earth. What about in space, though, in their ships? There's, the ships have functions that keep the gravity compressed. Would have been a much in, much more interesting film if they were just floating <laughs> around the place. If the xenomorphs. <laughs> <laughs> so floating in the background. <laughs> Would have been much more of a comedy, I'd say. I, I actually thought that that discussion was going to go the route of maybe it's the same gravity because it turns out at the end it's Earth. You maniacs! (laughs) (laughs) All right, mate, what's your number 25? Uh, My number 25 is Django. Django! Ah, Django, episode number two. Now, we have done a lot of Quentin Tarantino films that we uh, did on our Patreon a little while ago, including our big long review on Pulp Fiction. And you and I had a pretty fascinating discussion about what a particular line was. They opened the door and we got Brett. For a long time, man, I thought it was Brad. When? Watching it again? No, like a couple of years ago, or I honestly thought Jules said, check out the big brains on Brad. Bread. It's Brett. His name is Brett. Check out the big brains on bread because he's eating a, a burger. He's saying check out the big brains on Brett because he gave him the right answer about the metric system. I thought he's, he's referring to- Oh, that's even out- worse than my Brad. No, it's not. It's- check out the big brain on Brett because he's what? eating he's eating burger. That is terrible. That's up. Oh, no, it's not. Check out the big brain on Brett because he answered the He does the not hit so the T's hard. The metric system. I can tell system. you now. He does not say Brett. It's, that's why I thought it was Brad, but it's Brett. He must name say, is he Brett. says Brett. It's Brett. I dispute that. Check out the brig brain on the brig, Brett. The brig brain. You're not even brig saying that right. I guarantee you it's Brett. It makes much more sense. He's not talking about bread. Anyway, we're, we're, we're getting off topic here. No, not. <laughs> I maintain it's bread. Oh, get the fuck out of here. You, you were sitting there for like, yeah, I sound like a dickhead. You know, I, sound so I did confident. not say that. I said so I, confident I would back then. not say, yeah, I sound like a dickhead. We've had discussions after this episode came out as well. Like, I was sending screenplays and yep. lines. Hendo has admitted defeat. No, it is definitely Brett. It is absolutely Brett. All right, Hendo, you're number 24. Very recent breakdown, The Shining. Mmm. Mmm, indeed. Mmm, I had that at 30. I remember this one very well because you watched the documentary that went along with this one, Room 237, and you had some interesting interesting things to say about that documentary. Okay, you would like Room 237. No, no, I, I was going to watch it, but it's just all crackpot I watch, theories. I watch most of it, and they start off with this huge portion of it devoted to how The Shining is all about Native American Indians and what happened to them. And then I was like, okay, that's weird. And then this other guy comes on, adamant, the whole thing's about the Holocaust. And that's the and thing. And I was like, what? Yeah, it can't be about all of them. Like so- when, when, you look, when you actually hear them defending it, they're so weak, the arguments. Yeah. It's like, see, there was this tin in the uh, cellar that had the Native American Indian on it. So that clearly, shut the f*** up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair point. Shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah, basically. <laughs> all right, on to your number 24. My number 24, which is a film I think you have 
A fair bit higher. Uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Fair a bit higher, you reckon? Interesting. This was about the time we did Podvy Pod 9 with Duty and Tom from Shaken Not Nerds. And this was the birth of the running gag of haircuts. All right, I was waiting for this one for my fourth, my wild pick. I'm going to say... Negative. Wow. Roasted. Yeah. If you got yourself a haircut like Dean did a couple of weeks ago, you might have uh, gotten some fresh picks there. But unfortunately... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's brilliant. And this is also the birth of opponents helping us out. Okay, my first... Okay, so so we're just talking here. Yeah, we're talking here. Well, I mean, surely Goldeneye. I'm thinking... The first thing I'm thinking Goldeneye. It's got to be. Correct. We're just talking. We were just just talking. talking. Thank you. Thank you for that one. (laughs) Yeah, Tom, you talk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we always welcome the uh, the help, especially when Hendo's on the team. (laughs) Damn it. Speaking of duty from Shaken Not Nerd. Hey guys, duty here from Shaken Not Nerd. Just sending across a congratulations message from uh, from myself and the crew at Shaken Not Nerd as a congratulations for two years of the IMDb Journey podcast. Dean Daniel, you guys done it at. Standing show. You're still putting out incredible content out there. And look, you've got two you've had two years of fresh haircuts and arguing and bickering and posters on the wall in the background that I may or may not have to steal. You guys have got an outstanding show. Uh we're we're lucky enough to call you mates. And surprisingly you're not too far away and yet we still haven't met up and had a beer. But look, guys, you your show's fantastic. Uh we can't praise it enough, or I can't praise it enough because, you know, the other guys on Shaken Not Nerd won't uh they don't do these movie masturbate episodes. They don't get heated and as heated and uh, and vibrant as I do when it comes to these things. But look, anyways, yes, congratulations on two years. I really, really enjoyed uh, d- doing crossover episodes and, and guesting on your show twice now. Um, I've, I've really enjoyed it. It's been a lot of fun. And it's great fun listening to it as well. Just hearing you guys bicker about the smallest fucking things is, is fantastic. Absolutely love it. All I can say is congratulations on two years. It's going to be another two years and another two years. You're going to keep going with the IMDb journey. It's a fantastic show. Um, yeah, I can't I can't wait to see what else you guys keep doing. You just keep breaking the mold. So congratulations, guys. They broke the mood when they made me, dear. Us. No, just me. Oh, God damn it. You're my standard boring co-host. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how you really feel after all this time. I know. Oh, thank you very much, Duty. That was Thanks, really nice. Thanks, Duty. Just on the haircuts, I must say. I've gone from like an eight-week routine to like a four-week routine now. I'm keeping it real short at the moment. Thank you for that. <laughs> <one. laughs> Glad to see you have a regular haircut rotation. Which is why I'm so sharp all the time oh, now. now. <laughs> just get a haircut every day. You're just oh. on it all the time. <laughs> no, my number 23 is the good, the bad, and the ugly. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yes, it is. I thought this was like one of your favorites. No, you don't remember that when we did it, I dropped that half a star. Oh, that's right. That's right. But we did have a discussion on that movie about what we would do in the situation that happens towards the end of the film. So let me ask you this, Dan. Just say, for example, I got sick of your shit and I made you noose yourself up and I left you $9 million on the ground there. Went off for a minute and then come back, cut you down. Like, ah, see you later. I'm done. Are you going to be like, I'm going to come and get you? Or are you going to look at this $9 million and go... Mm, I'm a rich man. No, I'd come and get you. Even if there was no money involved, I'd come and get you. <laughs> I mean, from everything you've said so far on this episode, I, I, I completely wouldn't agree. Like, I, I'd, um, I believe you. I, I can't believe this started with you noosing me up. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, your number 23. My number 23 is Aliens. Ooh, 
that's the one. The sequel. So uh, this was a, this was definitely one of my uh, more enjoyable rewatches because I never really ever appreciated it for what it was. So I had a lot of fun rewatching this one. Yeah, all the way there at number twenty three. Very good. Top half, Hendo. Well, that's true. This is about the time we did Pod V Pod thirty, which is uh, you and me. This one, and we had a little back and forth on uh, naming movies from certain actors here. And suffice to say, not your strong point. All right, so we've got five random actors here. Dean, you can kick off the first one here. Here we go. And we've got Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin. Modern Times. City Lights. The Tramp. He plays the Tramp. It's hard, all right? Come on. <laughs> Out, like almost instantly. The Tramp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what well mate. Oh, I will say, though, that it actually wasn't your worst performance in a, in a game like that, which we'll, uh, we'll, we might hear later on. Mm, can't wait. Shocker that you're pulling all these clips of me looking like an idiot. Hey, this is the first one. Come on. You seem to forget about the other ones where I make fun of myself. Not once. All right. You're number 22, Hendo. What do you got? My number 22 is Donnie Darko. Mmm. Donnie Darko, eh? Yeah. Very good. Seems like a long time ago now we did Donnie Darko, hey? Yeah, well, a while. Yeah. This is about the time we did Pod V Pod 4 with Sam and Stacey from Movie Reviews and 20Qs, our first match against them. And anyone who's listened to their podcast know there is a familiar actor that shows up on their sh- on their episodes all the time. All right, Stacey, this, this wasn't rigged, I guarantee you. It just happened to be that you're going second. We have a Nicolas Cage question for you. Ah! Yes! <laughs> For those I listeners, Nicholas Cage frequently pops up on our podcast. Stacey absolutely hates him. So every podcast we have a question of how does Nicholas Cage how would you incorporate Nicholas Cage into this movie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is oh this has got me so excited. Go Stacey. And spoiler alert, she actually didn't get the question right. Shocker. <laughs> they could have watched it that day and not get the question right. All right, that's over to your number 22. My number 22 is Logan. Logan, that's right. I remember on that episode where you were reviewing a movie that I'd given you to watch, Anomalisa, and you were you were quite uh, descriptive of that movie, I must say. There is so much unnecessary naked animation in this film, it's ridiculous. You must not be a fan of Team America then. Yeah, but that's funny. This was <laughs> awkward. Like, I'm watching it with my wife, and it's like, the fuck are you watching? I'm like, I don't know. I actually took a photo of the TV of this animated guy eating out this animated girl, <laughs> sent it to you, Hendo. I'm like, what the fuck have you made me watch here? It's so bad. <laughs> I mean, you, you can't blame me for that, Hendo. I, I was mean, waiting for it. I was not expecting you to give me sick shit like that, but I probably <laughs> should have in hindsight. One of your favourite films now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, my number 21 is Aliens. Okay, so very close to mine. Yeah, good. Yep, not bad at all. And it was during this episode where we had our usual back and forth banter and, you know, friendly jabs. Even Hicks, when the alien is trying to get through to eat this, blows a hole through his the back very, of the skull. Very, like, 80s action. Yeah. Like, hold on, just wait, wait before yeah. dying so I can deliver my cool line. Yeah, it was a figurative and literal burn. Because of the acid. <laughs> right. But no, they eventually get away. And Ripley wants to nuke the place from space. Good idea. What if there were more newts out there, though? Nuke them all. Newt them all? How is that funnier <laughs> than anything I've seen? Because <laughs> I did mine in like 0.5 of a second. You sit there and go, hold on, hold on. Didn't you sound scrunch like your, You scrunch your face up like, oh yeah, I think I've got something here. Didn't sound all like right, it to me. Ready to go again? Yes, Hendo, I'm ready. Yeah, how about that literal burn? Hey, all. 
because I'm trying to think of bad things to say. You're just like, hey, I'll say this is quite funny. Oh, no, it's not. No, it is. No, it's not funny. And nothing has changed because you deal, you still do spend so long trying to find something funny to say and fail every time. You do. And he's doing it right now. <laughs> All right, my number 21 is your name. Your name. Mm. Wow, that takes us back, doesn't it? Episode number 10. Mm. Way back in the day. And once again, way back in the day, we still had arguments going on left, right and centre. This feeling that there's something out there I'm missing, there's someone or something I need to get to, and that drives that drives them both. Yeah, basically exactly what I just said, but good point. But you said probably in a really weak <laughs> Hendo way of being non-committal about it, and I said it properly that it this is fact. I say probably to open up a discussion, not to close anything. You say off. probably because you you're not you don't have the uh, conviction of your. Uh, you say tomato, I say tomato. You say probably tomato. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Maybe you're like no, like, no, no tomato. It's it's tomato. Okay, <laughs> well, maybe yeah, probably tomato. Yeah, exactly, Hendo. Exactly. That was that was a that was a quick wit one. I'll give you that. That was that was a good one. Don't make it out like it's so rare. It's, it's, it right. is rare. It it's, is rare. It's, it's, yeah, I'm snappy. <laughs> oh yeah, you're, you're on point all the time. Must be those haircuts. Number twenty for me is Groundhog Day. Whoa, uh, that is in the wrong position. I don't well, know why you hate this film so much. <laughs> Did you not say before we had a you know the top half? This is this is all well and good now. This is you know this is the top half, the best of the, the best of the best. This is at the bottom of the top half. The bottom though. of the top. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Now it was about the same time we did Pod V Pod twenty three with KT and Odie from For Your Reference Podcast, and Odie was a bit uh, enamoured with a certain film. There was the one with um where he's a bodyguard, not a Secret Service agent. Oh, White like House the, Down? The one with Channing Tatum? Oh, was that Channing Tatum? Well, oh, wait, 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 wait. He was in a movie with uh, Jamie Foxx, our Django man. White House Down? No. Yes, I'm going to fight you. We need to put that down. Are you sure it's not White House Down? White flag, White House Down. Okay, fine. This will be the last appearance we ever do. You <laughs> What's your last one? White House Down. <laughs> That was amazing. I love the confidence. White House Down. <laughs> Maybe there's this film you may have heard of. It's called White House Down. Yeah, I hadn't heard of it until that episode. Speaking of Katie and Odie, they've left a little message for us, Dean. Hey, friends and lovers. It's the 4 Your Reference Podcast. You've got your host, Katie. And OT. And we have a very special message for some true blue fellas. Congratulations, Dean and Dan. Woo woo, insert a movie reference here. Congratulations, guys. Two years of podcasting OT. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine how much more wiser we will be in two years' time? Oh, not as much as these guys. Not, That's for sure. Not as much at all. And if you are tuning in, you obviously understand and have witnessed the magnificence that is IMDb Journey. Mm. And everyone is most welcome. And all of our hearts have grown three sizes just by knowing and inserting them into our ear holes. Oh, for sure. It's a great thing. And, you know, a lot of people 
like to rely on, you know, the IMDBs and the Rotten Tomatoes, but I'm all about the double Ds. Din and Dano, not Din Winters though. But you know what? It will always be a very special moment. Thank you um, for, first of all, your patience um, for us to get onto that pod <laughs> v pod. Um, but thank you so much for allowing us the opportunity to learn so much. Two years is a great time. And again, congratulations on your sponsorship. Yeah, for sure. And I always have to look forward every week for your polls because they kill it. It's always something nice and fun with you guys. And we, we can only aspire to be as good as you. Well, put it on the record. KT and OT love fighting over Dan and Dee's polls. Mm-hmm. And what lovely polls they are. Um, you know, if you're looking for it, check out our Pod V Pod. There will always be a Gerard Butler hole in our heart for you guys. Thank we, you so much for having us. We have never recovered, but we will be uplifted through you guys. Thank you so much. Congratulations. Cheers all around. Grab a beverage. Break all the champagne. It is a great time. Thank you so much, guys, and congratulations. To Din and Dan. That is the too kind. <laughs> like I, I feel awkward listening to that. <laughs> a little, got a little sweaty in here with that one. I swear, I swear, uh, when uh, KT said, get them in your ear holes, I swear she said a holes. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> No, thanks so much. You guys were great. We've got to get you guys back on again. Absolutely. It was fantastic. Sure. All right, we're on to your number 20. Stand by me. Interesting. Interesting Have you already place. said stand by me? I did. It was the yeah. last one I said on the last episode. Yeah, I thought I thought I liked it more than you. But, you know, sometimes we have a little bit of a, a risque conversation or a couple of risky jokes that you just cannot help yourself but blurt into the mic. Definitely a weird feeling when he pulls the leech out of the pants and there's blood everywhere. Like, like ugh. Don't want that to happen. Wow. To an extent, you know. <laughs> God, stop it! I did. I did like some sucking down there. Stop to be nice. <laughs> oh. You just keep going. <laughs> I'm trying to get past it. It was rolling around inside my head. I was like, I, I just, I, this is. I, it just, I couldn't get it out. Like so. I thought you were finished. I'm like, oh, let's move on. No, oh, you'll you know when I'm finished, though. <laughs> All right, what's your number 19? My number 19, wait for the, the Savage Dean here, it's the pianist. Fair enough. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fine. I, I didn't think it would be super high for you. Is is 19 not high? Top 20? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. We've done 50, so it's... Top half. <laughs> it is top half. Top uh, 40%. Nice math, was, Hendo. Thank you, that was quick. But that was the same time we had Bro v Bro. Hey. Brother Shane in for a battle against Dean. First live in-studio guest. And that was a ball of fun. Especially when we had another game where you guys had to name off the movies from an individual or an actor. And yeah, you you, you couldn't. You couldn't. <laughs> All right, last game here, Shane. Mark Wahlberg. Um, Boogie Nights. Uh, oh, what? What? <laughs> What is wrong with you? I have no idea. Uh, yep, okay. Yep. Are you going to say one at least? I was trying to think of that one with The Rock. Um, is it Pain and Glory or Pain and That's Gain? That's what you're going for. <laughs> pretty well, obscure like, Mark Wahlberg I, I got that in my head and I was like, all right, what's that one called? Oh, God, I don't know what it's called. Oh, God. And then I was like, The Sixth Sense? No, it's Johnny Wahlberg. <laughs> 
Have you gone and watched any Mark Wahlberg films since? I maintain that you were way too quick with that buzzer then. Oh, come on. And let's not forget how I trounced Excuses, Brother Shane. Nah. You picked the one thing that I got destroyed on. Nah, lift your game, mate. All right, you're on number 19. My number 19 is Toy Story. Toy Story. That was about the same time we had Pod V Pod 5 with Gidget on the Roo from the Retro Cinema Podcast. And it was our first time we had Brother Shane give us the questions. And Gidget had some choice words for Shane. Well, actually, I thought I'd uh, mention it now. Our quiz questions for this week is from our patron, Shane. So we'll apologize in advance. Okay. All right. Do you have <laughs> Shane's address just in case they're really hard? They are quite difficult. I'm right. just going to put it out there. Oh, God. All right. I don't know. I, that's all. That's This is all I know from this question here. Shane, <laughs> so you are a Thanks prick. for that question, Shane. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, very savage from uh, Gidget there. Maybe justifiably so with some of those questions he did spout out. <laughs> I mean, he likes to make it interesting, keep it tough. Well, speaking of Gidget. Hello, it's Gidget from the Retro Cinema Podcast. And I'm just wishing Dean and Daniel from IMDb very, very happy two-year anniversary, guys. You've got a great podcast. It's highly enjoyable. I've been guest on it twice. Uh, hopefully I'll be a guest on again for 2020. Uh, I love your uh, your year films that you've not seen, but you want to watch the most. Also, your films of the decade. And to be honest with you guys, I can't even fathom the amount of notifications that you have to address every single day because you're so amazing on social media, so amazing on Twitter. So again, from myself, Gidget Von LaRue, and from my Retro Cinema Podcast partner, Angry Man, a very, very happy two-year anniversary. And keep on going, guys. Honestly, top podcast. Yeah, thanks, Gidget. I've been I've been really working hard on Twitter of late. So yeah, I think you finally It's log- been a tough gig, but uh, I, I think we're getting there. I think you finally logged in now, finally, didn't you? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> that's, that, that's at Dean's 250 journey. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you didn't know that at all, did you? No. <laughs> you watch my Twitter followers blow up now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my number 18 is Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Ooh, that's rough. And for the reference here, this is the start of my list where it begets, where it gets to. Amazing. Amazing. Incredible. Outstanding. We haven't got to yours yet, have we, Dean? No, I have a much harsher taste than you. I mean, I'm looking at the list here. It's not that hard. It's not too far away, so shut the hell up. But Holy Grail, this is where we had one of our, one of our more iconic openers. My name is Daniel Henderson. And... Stop! Who will cross this bridge of death must answer me these questions three. Air to the other side, he see. What is your name? Uh, Dean Jeffrey. What is your quest? To break down the top 250. What film are we breaking down today? Uh, Life of... Oh, no! Holy God! Yeah, that was good. Yeah. It was good. Probably the best. Probably the best. Well, there's maybe one other contender. Maybe one or two, maybe along the way here. We'll see. But on to your number 18. My number 18 is The Wolf of Wall Street. Ah, yes. Wolf of Wall Street. One of of the few Marty Scorsese films we've done so far. And considering this was a true story set back in the 80s, we had a a couple of questions about uh, some of the use of home video in that uh, movie. But here's where we have this house party, which actually was a true house party. Yeah, there's a, a clip of it on YouTube. I did watch that. Did you really? I did. I actually didn't watch it. How was it? It was fine. It's it's not as over the top as this one. You're saying it wasn't as good as the Scorsese version? It's in terms of a party. <laughs> the amateur filmed 
Was this be late eighties, early nineties? I'm 90s? talking in terms of Jordan. Like, how was the production the, design? <laughs> Lots of zooming in and zooming out. I bet out. the acting was really authentic, though. Oh, you should have seen Jordan screaming into that microphone like DiCaprio worthy. Did you see Jonah Hill's dick in it? <laughs> yeah, he's in the background. Jonah Hill is in the background of the real life home Having video. the tug. She's so Dang beautiful. Perfect. She's so beautiful. <laughs> I, I love I went immediately to Jonah Hill's did. dick. <laughs> of course you did. You can't help yourself. I just need to work out if I needed to watch this video or not. <laughs> All right, Dan, let's take a quick break from the list and get to... Answer my question! The question, jerk! Where we asked you, out of the 50 films we've broken down so far, what is your favourite? And let's take a look at some responses. First one here from our good buddy TJ. It says, very tough. It's between The Thing and La La Land. Yeah, as usual, great taste there from TJ. Uh, next up from David Powell. So tough. I adore It's a Wonderful Life and Donnie Darko. And Paths of Glory is a masterpiece. But going to have to settle on the prestige. I've watched it at least five times and it just gets better every time. Quality choice. Farrier Collins says, a lot of my favourites are on here, but i got to go with Makoto Shinkai's Your Name. Nice. Always good seeing a Your Name shout out. Absolutely. Next up from Amy Smith. Some great picks, but I have to stay on brand and go with La La Land. Oh, oh yeah. I love that one. The cinema guys say tough because there are some great movies on the list, but The Thing is probably on top. It's a movie I rewatch often. Jared Kelly says the good, the bad, and the ugly. The thing with this list of 50 films we've done is there's so much, uh, so many answers you could have here that are actually justifiably great answers. Crash Dude says lots of good choices, some bad ones too. Some are just plain ugly, but the winner is the good, the bad, and the ugly. Makes sense. I get it. The pop-up film cast says Kill Bill, volume one. Volume one. Word Salad Radio says The Thing. That's a couple of things we've Lots seen. of things coming up. Pirate Scott says Mad Max Fury Road. Quality choice. Ali Axoy says No Country for Old Men. Nice. Peter De Vilbus says Great List. I'm going with The Shining. Another good choice. Insoxicated 99 says It's a Wonderful Life. DJ Jarrett McCall says It's a Wonderful Life. A few It's a Wonderful Life. Absolutely. Rukav says The Matrix. That's a choice and a half. Samuel Bruce Anderson says Toy Story. Here's a new one here. Hunter Goddard said Vertigo. Jessica Joy Newark says The Wizard of Oz. From Honey, you should watch this. Lots of great ones to choose from, but got to go with a classic. Some Like It Hot. Mm-hmm. Wasn't expecting many Some Like It Hot mentions. Well, you got one there. Fred says Aliens. Not bad, not bad. Rock, paper, scissors said you can't just throw the shining and the thing in there. How's a girl supposed to choose? Yanni Bandy says alien. There you go. There's an alien and an aliens in there. Robert Dodsworth says the Terminator. Louis Reem says the thing. Carpenter crafted an absorbing film. The script is riveting and the acting nails the paranoia of the situation. 37 years later and the FX and story haven't thawed. Still capable of providing chills. Very well said there, Louis. All right, over on our Facebook, Rob Manafield says The Silence of the Lambs. Robert Stewart says Tough Call, obviously. I had Logan, No Country for Old Men and Batman Begins all in the running, but ultimately it had to be Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Nice, nice. Mark Bryant says Only One? Got to go with a thing. All right, looking at our patrons here on our Patreon page, Hayden Gerloff says, You guys have done some great films in your first 50. It's a dead heat between Saving Private Ryan and Sansa Lambs, two of my all-time favourites. Come on, Hayden, just fucking pick one. Come on. The Rough House Podcast says, I think I've got to go Groundhog Day here. I've always been a comedy guy and Bill Murray was at the top of his game here. Josephine Olnett says, we'll have to say Die Hard. Chris Beardsall says The Shining. And lastly here from Ben Mulverhill, La La Land. He says for now, but I know he doesn't mean it. (laughs) It's locked in. 
Well, thank you very much, everyone, for your responses. And for next week's question of the week, considering we're doing Prisoners, which is Mr. Chris Beardsall's pick, he's also gone with our question of the week too. And he's chosen, who is your favorite breakout director for this decade? Nice. Yeah. Very good. I'm going to have to look back and see. You have to do some research finally. I'm going to see who's, you know, sort of come when. So are we going like even if they made a film in, say, 2008 but no one really heard of, but then they broke yeah, when, out in yeah, this when decade? They really, when they yeah, broke yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. Okay. No, good question. All right, mate, let's get back to the list. My number 17 is The Terminator. Nice. This was about the time we did Pod V Pod 6, which was uh, you and me, our very first Pod V Pod together here. We'd had uh, obviously a couple of little quizzes back and forth at the start. Did we do taglines? We might, yeah. I think we did. It was a five round uh, game here, like we do. Uh, But there was a question that you asked me that I I couldn't have been any, any closer. Category is Quentin Tarantino. All right, let's do it. In Pulp Fiction, the wolf makes his way to Jimmy's. Oh my god, I know what this is. To help Vincent and Jules. <sighs> it's a 20 minute drive. Yeah. How long does it take him to make the journey? Now, do you need this specifically? Yes. Nine minutes and 38 seconds. Holy shit, it's nine minutes and 37 oh! seconds. <laughs> What the fuck? Give me something for that. How Come the on. hell did you get one second? I mean, Jesus Christ. Like, Embarrassing you didn't get that, let's be honest. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Absolutely. Like, I really, I'm still ashamed of it that I didn't get it. And rightly so. All right, moving on to my number 17. I have No Country for Old Men. Yep, that's too low. I mean, looking at it. It's, a it's, great, getting t- it's getting tough now, isn't it? It's a great film. I do remember you actually dropped it down from five to I want, four. I'm looking at it now. I'm like, why did we, Why would I have dropped it? I would have complained about something. You definitely complained about something. But one thing you didn't... Well, maybe you did complain about this, actually. It was a little story that you had on your very first uh, attempted screening of No Country for Old Men. First time I saw this movie was with my wife when she was my girlfriend. And we went to the town of Sorrento. We picked out a random time and we sat down. Ready to see this movie. And out of nowhere, this guy gets up the front and starts talking about this film club that we're all in, apparently. And me and Britt are sitting there. We look at each other like, what have we just walked into? And apparently every week at this time, this massive film group fill this cinema. And I did think it was unusually busy. They fill this cinema. They talk about the movie beforehand. And then afterwards, they have tea, coffee and biscuits and talk about it again. And we just sat there like, uh-oh. What Did you get some good pointers? What have we walked? I mean, we left straight away. Oh. But they were just like, all right, um, what do we know about this movie here, guys? Give them some good tips. And I'll just sit like, what Yeah, still one of my most memorable cinema experiences ever, so... It was fun. Times have certainly changed now since you've done an entire film festival and you've gone and had that discussion. <laughs> yeah, now I'm all for it. Absolutely. Back then I was uh, uh, running out the door. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my number 16 is The Prestige. Ugh. I mean, what? What's, what's your big problem? Overrated. All right, whatever. I don't care. I don't care about your opinion on this one. We did have a little argument, as usual, on this episode where you tried to, you tried to get me to maybe cut the argument quicker than what you thought. I don't think they've shown the little start of it and then you don't see the end. I think they're showing Cat and Cutter trying to set up Borden and they're telling him he just standing there watching, wasn't trying to help at all. He's clearly responsible. I don't think he's trying to set him up, like you said. He is. Cutter not- is lying in the trial. No, he's not. He comes down and sees him standing there. He's lying. He comes down and sees what really happened was Bales trying to smash the glass to get him out. 
if you go back to that last scene, he comes down and goes, what are you doing? And pushes him out the way, thinking that he's part of this. He thinks that he is actually, he, he doesn't, he isn't framing him. If he's framing him, then why does he help him at the end? Oh, you can't tell me to cut that. <laughs> there, owned. Advantage, Hendo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I maintain it should have been cut. <laughs> well, just because I was winning the argument and I dominated you in that episode, you can't you can't be cutting out all the good stuff there, mate. All right, how about another guest message here? And it's, of course, from Mike Mike and their good friend Oscar. From Mike Mike and Oscar. Hello, Australia. I'm Mike Mike and Oscar here. Congratulations on the two-year anniversary of that incredible IMDB Journey podcast. We just wanted to say uh, our part and congratulations to our buddies, Daniel and Dean. We've always been impressed with the idea of your show, the conception for it. I mean, covering the IMDB Top 250, a much better idea than our brand because, like, everybody thinks Oscar is a real person and not a movie trophy. Uh, kudos to your marketing set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because of that, we've been fans of your show since the beginning. Uh, you guys have also been kind and collaborative to us along the way, I mean, with the Pod V Pods and social media. So bottom line is thank you guys for what you do. You do it so well. Uh, congratulations. Yeah, and your accent is so much better than ours is, too. <laughs> I mean, your voices are like silk, so we appreciate that as well, even though it makes me self-conscious. But Daniel and Dean, seriously, uh, you guys are awesome. Here's to the next 20 years. Congratulations on the first two. Congrats on a great show overall on this milestone. That's a heartfelt message from Mike, Mike, and our friggin' trophy, not third co-host, Oscar. I tell you, the, the one big compliment we've got the most on this podcast is our accents. Yeah. I mean, what, what do you say to that? It's like, this is just how uh, we talk. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we've, we've been working on it. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's, it's our voice. Fine-tuning our voices for 30-plus years. Uh, thank you very much, Mike, Mike, and Oscar. Yeah, nah, thanks. I really, really do respect what the three of you guys do, so thank you. <laughs> right over to your number 16, mate. The Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz. It's, yep, it's a, a fine a fine place for where you've put The Wizard of Oz here. I think you were in a bit of a, a fun mood that night because you were doing some open- That does not sound like me at all, Hendo. Bit of some uh, open mocking, I guess you could say. Yeah, she's, she sees the big, uh, the big glass bowl. Yeah. She's like, Eddie M, Eddie M. NEM! And then the the picture of NEM turns into the Wicked Witch making fun of her. NEM! Like, NEM! <laughs> NEM! It's like, oh my bitch. god, that's awesome. Do you take that back now, Dean? You, you, you're still, no. mo- still mocking poor Dorothy? Such a sork. <laughs> well, I didn't expect you to take it back. You're very firm in your beliefs, and I guess you could equate that to the word stubborn. Equate it to whatever you want, Hendo. You stubborn prick. Sure. My number 15 is your name. Oh, see, I thought you'd have that higher. No, no, I did not have it higher. Now, this was our first anime film that we've done, and I think you went out and uh, did a little bit of research on the language that they were using. So, Taki is going about his finished college. He's going looking for jobs everywhere, and you get the impression that he's getting a bit deep with his search, and that even though he's searching for a job, there's really something more important that he's searching for. And his two friends can't really understand it. They've got job offers coming out there. Shilly. They're what? They're shilly. Do I want to know what that is? Means ass. <laughs> <laughs> you're waiting. You're waiting for that. You, you looked up that word. You're like, I'm going to get this into the podcast at some point. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> That's so weird, isn't it? <laughs> 
you did it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. That would have been, an, sounds like an early episode. Very uh, in-depth. Oh, yeah. Our episodes way back mm. then were super in-depth, mm. especially your name one. Like, yeah, we went right just, into it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Great yeah. episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your number 15. 15 is where we hit my- Amazing. Amazing. Incredible. Outstanding. With Terminator. Dum, 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 dum. That's right. <laughs> All right, the Terminator, hey? That was an interesting time for the podcast as we just, uh, I just moved to a new house. So we had a new little studio. We were there temporarily. And I decided to try and get a new position going when I was uh, doing the podcast by sitting on the ground. Dean, how are you, fella? <laughs> <laughs> Good, mate. How are you? Sorry, you just look a little silly right now. Why? Because you don't have a chair. You're sitting on, the, on a cushion like some weed yoga wannabe. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Nothing. You look very zen. Yeah, I'm feeling it. Cross-legged. Yeah. Getting a good stretch going. Getting my groove on. I do remember those aerobic yeah. uh, shows when I get up too early yeah, for Cheese TV. Yeah, you always had to wait through them to get to Cheese 7 TV. 7 a.m. T- cheese TV and I get up at 10 to 6 and have to watch people doing aerobics yeah. when I was like 10. Like, yeah. Come on. Maybe it would have helped with your ability to sit down tonight. Yeah, I should have watched more of it. Just just an update, folks. He's uh, grabbed a chair. Yep. He did not last very long on the floor. No. <laughs> I'm an old man What a now. surprise. <laughs> I gave it a shot, okay? <laughs> yeah, I love providing the live feed of what's actually yeah. happening. <laughs> <laughs> see how we're doing. Nah, that was, a, that was a bad choice by me to do that. I was sitting on the ground looking up at you, sitting nice and comfy in your chair. Although, I did an episode on my knees not long ago. Whoa, Jesus. <laughs> That's not what you said then. <laughs> and you'll hear about that on our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, over to my number 14, which is... The Wizard of Oz. This is one of the few films that I've actually bumped up from four and a half to five over the course of this breakdown. So high praise from me. This is also where I found a, a very good comparison to something that I usually hear a lot throughout each episode. Can you think of a better laugh than The Wicked Witch of the West? It's phenomenal. Can I think of a better laugh? Yeah. Uh, well, I do have a better laugh. I hear it like... Several times a podcast, I would think. <laughs> I mean, how can we beat the great laugh of Mr. Dean Jeffrey? Oh, calm down. You're making me blush. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think her laugh's fantastic here. It's like manical, maniacal. Actually, why don't we put a side-by-side comparison? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gold. That's gold. Nicely done. Thank well you, played, thank you, sir. Thank well played. <laughs> I don't sound like that. <laughs> Who the hell laughs like that? <laughs> you came quite close. All right, on to your number 14, bud. My number 14 is The Lion King. The Lion King. Oh, I still haven't mentioned that film. No, you haven't. No. We're, getting, we're getting pretty high now. It was like when we had the bottom half. There was a lot of films that we had down there just in a couple of different levels. There's a lot of films coming up here that are you know quite similar too. So I mean, The Lion King was about the same time we had our Pod V Pod 24. And we had Duty back on from Shake and Not Nerd. And some of the games, they really got to him. Like, I think the pressure really amounted to not getting a quite an easy answer, I must say. I think it's, I think that's the movie I'm thinking of. Well, I'm going to pass. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not going to name it. And I doubt Grown Ups 2 is on there. Oh, Duty. Uh, duty, Duty, Duty. I think you could have got one at least here. Okay. We've got Reservoir Dogs. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that one was an obvious one. <laughs> I mean, you think so. And just the realisation as soon as you say, like, you got to be joking, of course. Well, he's been so poisoned by the Sandler taint. 
must have uh, been further storm. Must have been getting a haircut the next day. Hmm. All right, Hendo, what have you got at the number 13 spot? Our most recent breakdown, LA Confidential. Nice. Yes, that was the time we did Pod v Pod 31 as well with Mark and Steve from the Movie Drone podcast. And I talked about a film in our What Else We've Been Watching segment that I thought you would be interested in, but it uh, turns out maybe not. Now, I saw the trailer for this and it was all about the dog and the voiceover. And I'm like, oh, dog's purpose, dog's journey. Dean will love this. And I send you a message like, check this out. You're like, no, nah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> but this is right up your alley. Yeah, still haven't watched it. So well, there's that. I don't think you're going to, especially since I, since I didn't give it a recommend. So maybe why would you now? Okay, I was going to say maybe if someone I respected um, <laughs> recommended it to me, I might. No one's recommended it to you yet. No. All right, you're 13, mate. My 13 is Casino. Casino, okay. I think at the time we found out that that was uh, either Marty Scorsese's or just in general the the movie that had the most amount of swear words in it. Oh, God, where's this going? (laughs) So let's talk about the F word. 435 times it was said in this film. It was the record at the time. At the time? F***ing hell. (laughs) He loves that f***ing word, doesn't he? He f***ing does. F***ing hell, Jesus. In all honesty, this could be our our biggest use of in a podcast. We should aim to say fuck as often as they say fuck in the movie Casino. That'd be a fucking hard challenge. Not for you, you fuck. Like, what the fuck? Like, how hard would that fucking be? All right, I'll stop. That's enough. <laughs> There's the fucking explicit tag. Oh, can you not? <laughs> and I would, I would imagine to this day that's probably the most times we've said oh, it. for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> and no, you're number 12. Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> Very high, Hendo. Yep. Very, very high. Yeah, I know. You're not as big of a fan of the movie as me. No, there's not many films that don't cross over in our top 25, I would say, but that's definitely one of them. None that are so high compared to so low as well. We have one coming up that is a major discrepancy, which we'll get to later on. But for now, during this episode, you you had to nitpick some things, of course, didn't you? Which led to a a pretty funny discussion. Here we get Nux. Nicholas Hult. Yeah, Nux. Good thing it doesn't sound anything like Max. (laughs) Of all the freaking names you could have used, Nux. Why like, even give them names, like, honestly? We have, we give a name to Nux so he becomes more relatable. He has a name. The other ones are nothing. You say Nux and Max are similar. What does that matter in the movie? No one knows Max's name. No one calls him Max throughout the film. It's not like they're going to say, Max. And Nux goes, what? That would be funny, though. <laughs> It'd be great if there was like a little Easter egg where someone says Nux and you see Max just turn ever so slightly. At the camera. <laughs> Did you see Max? <laughs> That's how they find out his name. What's your name? I'm not telling you. Hey, Nux. Yes. Oh, damn it. <laughs> God damn it. You're Nux too. All right, fine. It's Max. <laughs> I love it. Gold. Loved it. All right, your number 12. Is The Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, we're getting there. There's some quality, quality films Ooh, up, up here. Oh, yeah. And this was the time we did Pod V Pod 11 with Ghost of the Stratosphere. And it was during that What Else Have Been Watching segment where we had once again another argument about superhero films. They will. Yeah, I know, because it For made sure a ton of we'll money. For sure, a sequel to this. And I probably will see it. Of course you will. <laughs> yeah, because I try and, and see what I can. And you'll walk in thinking, this is going to be so shit. And you're going to walk out and go, yeah, I was right, this was shit. And I'm going to walk in going... Gee, I hope this is a fun film, and I'm going to walk out with a smile on my face, and that is the difference between me and you. I want to enjoy films. Because you're so blinded by, Whoa, superheroes, oh, boner! <laughs> Did I say boner? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get to some reviews. <laughs> Do any of them mention their boners? <laughs> I think that's the one and only time I've said boner now it's on the, on the podcast. Weird- I know. Word for you to say boner. It's such like a 13, 12-year-old thing to say. 
Speaking of Ghost of the Stratosphere, they they have become our new patron, Dean. Ooh. Our most recent patron, Bloody Legends. Awesome. And they've also left us a nice little message. Hey, this is Andy Larson with the Ghost of the Stratosphere, and I'm here with Rob Stewart and Chad Smith, and we'd Ooh. like to congratulate IMDb Journey on two years of doing a fantastic podcast. Good show, gentlemen. Weren't Good you guys show. On that show. We were on that show. I listened to that show every week. We were on it on their 11th edition of Pod v. Pod, Andy and I. Wow! Nice! How'd that go? We we tied. We won the movie trivia, we lost the movie quotes, and then we had a 50-50 split in the voting from our draft picks. That means rematch, right? That means rematch. We gotta break that tie. Absolutely. We're coming for our deserved win. Exactly! Can I come to try and break the tie? Yes! yes. We need to come full strength. That's I don't know right. if it'll help. If you come at the Kings, you gotta come full strength. <laughs> That's right. Daniel and Dino are the they're the kings of Pod v Pod. That's right. We'll go to the stratosphere. I'm coming for you, folks. Round or round year three, year three, year three, round two, round two. Fight! I had forgotten that we had a 50-50 split in the draft. That's insane, know, especially considering it was a tie heading into the draft as well. <laughs> what? Of course, of course, it's a tie. Jesus. Yeah, but definitely we'll have you back on for sure for an upcoming Pod v Pod. We got it. We got to break this uh this tie here. Absolutely. We've got to, you know, remind them who's boss. That's right. <laughs> All right. Over to my number 11. Just misses the cut. Batman Begins. Oh. <laughs> I was waiting for come it. Come on, Hendo. <laughs> and this is the time that we did Pod v Pod 18 with Jay and Ryan from In Session Film. And we were getting towards the end of our Don't I Know You From Somewhere segment, and we were really churning out the bottom of the barrel for them. Uh, your first actor is Vin Diesel. Oh, God. Um. <laughs> I bet he gets that a lot. <laughs> All right, Jay, you're up. Bring it. Jet Lee. Jet Lee. Holy cow. <laughs> Even I'm over here like, uh, what are you going to do with whoa. that, Jay? I mean, they're tough. They were very tough. <laughs> you got to you got to put the tough people out sometimes. See, see how they go. All right. Number 11 for you, mate. What's going to miss the top 10 cut? Yeah, my movie that missed the top 10 is one that we did very recently and we mentioned earlier, LA Confidential. LA Confidential. Man, that was a good breakdown. One thing that wasn't good, though, was our uh, our trivia. It's based on James Elroy's 1990 novel of the same name, the third book in his LA Quartet series. Do you know what else James Elroy has written? Jackie Brown. Wow, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I was going to come with some stupid Black Canary trivia. Really? <laughs> Jackie Brown. That's how quick, awesome. How quickly you forget. Yeah, no, good for him. So it turns out we're both idiots. Yes. <laughs> I was talking about the Black Dahlia. And Jackie Brown was the adapted screenplay from Rum Punch by Elmore Leonard. <laughs> so you, you definitely come to this podcast for the entertainment, not the uh, knowledge. <laughs> Yeah, it's nice to know that uh, we're becoming more organised. Research is very uh, blasé these days. The longer we go. (laughs) So probably that happened. Who knows? I don't know. All right, bud, before we get into the top 10, let's take another break and get to... There's this tournament. Let the tournament begin! We'll take a look at the results of the final 16 in our best 2000s film tournament, which will lead us directly into the final eight. First match here is a no-brainer. The Dark Knight takes out Inglorious Bastards, 84%. Next up, a big match. Gladiator mm. against The Departed. We had Gladiator taking out 62%. Well, it would have been closer for yeah, sure. Yeah, it wasn't even close in the end. Man, righto. 
All right, how about this one? Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers takes on Wally, and The Two Towers is the first Lord of the Rings film to make it through, 64%. Next up. This one hurts. Two foreign films. City of God up against Amelie. City of God loses. <sighs> 48 to 53. Well done, Amelie. That's grim. Here's another one. Lord of the Rings, Return of the King has made it through against Requiem for a Dream, 76%. Smashed it. Speaking of smashing, we have A Beautiful Mind up against Batman Begins. Batman Begins rightly destroys at 84%. Batman Begins in the final eight. Woo! The next one here, Lord of the Rings of Fellowship of the Ring takes out Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind with 70%. Lord of the Rings cleaning up. Absolutely. What about the last one, Dean? Last one, Pan's Labyrinth against Memento and Nolan wins again. Memento, 56% to 44%. All right, so our final eight includes... Three Lord of the Rings and three Christopher Nolan films. Wow. Does that not sum up the 2000s? I mean, in a big way, yeah. Absolutely. Well, let's take a look at these final eight matches. The Dark Knight against Gladiator. Two Towers against Amelie. I feel like that will be a slaughter. (laughs) Return of the King against Batman Begins. And lastly, the Fellowship of the Ring up against Memento. I really don't want three out of four to be Lord of the Rings, but I think it will be. There's a chance. There's a very good chance. I think it will be. Well, we'll see what happens next week. All right, mate, we are into it. The top ten, the best of the best. For me, looking at my list, I think this ten is in another tier for me. It's like it's the it's the amazing, amazing. Well, I just think my number ten is considerably better than my eleven, and I can't imagine any of my eleven down making this top ten. Wow! All right, so very, very firm in your top ten here. Let's go to my number ten, La La Land. Less firm. <laughs> Something that maybe was a bit more firm was our our love for Mr. Gosling. Also, me while watching La La Land. <laughs> I, I think that point right there is probably the only time we're going to argue about anything because I'm pretty sure we agree on almost everything in this Ooh, film. I don't know. Oh, wow. You got something for me, do you? I don't know. Wow. All right. Well, look forward to that then, I reckon. Well, I'm just... Yeah, there's something I, I just... I'm really keen to discuss with you. Yeah, fair enough. Let's, get, let's move into Gosling. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> As most people want to. <laughs> he was just so jealous of yeah. Gosling's natural ability because, honestly, it is such a difficult instrument to play... And his ability here is insane. Gosling is just the whole package, isn't he? Oh, I love the Gosling package. man can do package. what he wants. <laughs> yeah, not much has changed there. No, no, not at all. <laughs> all right, but I'm dying to hear what your number 10 is. Oh, you're dying to hear, are you? <laughs> you prick, stop, stop peeking at my list. Because <laughs> it is Die Hard. Wow, the very first breakdown. It's finally here. But what's not here is a clip from that episode because exactly 50 episodes after our episode one, we did. Pod v pod v pod v pod with Paul from the Countdown Podcast, Sam from the Movie Reviews and Twenty Qs Podcast, and Billy from We Watch the Thing. And Billy had a little issue with figuring out who, what the difference is between an actor and an actress. Okay, here it is. Who is the youngest Best Actor Oscar winner? So that's only actors, not actress. Actor. Yep. This is one of those weird facts that I'm pretty sure I strangely know. I think it's Tatum O'Neill for Paper Moon. Uh, Bill, you know Tatum O'Neill's a girl, right? <laughs> Damn it! I thought Damn that, it. but I didn't want to say it. It's the young girl oh. in Paper Moo. Yep, that's... Oh. Yep. Oh, Damn it! And I even clarified actor or actress, and I still messed it up. Oh. Well, you learn something new every day, don't you? Well, we didn't. We knew that. I didn't know that. <laughs> what? You, oh, you probably didn't even know who Tatum O'Neill was, did you? Have you seen Paper Moon? No. Neither have I. 
There you go. Yeah. But like we said, we had a couple of awesome guests on that episode, including this fella right here. Hello, Daniel. Hello, Dean. And hello, IMDb Journeyers. This is Paul from the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews, and I'm just sending a short message today to congratulate Daniel and Dean on two years of podcasting, which have to tell you, is no small feat in the world of podcasting. Most shows pod fade well before this point. But Daniel and Dean, you're going so, so strong. You put together a magnificent show. I'm not sure there's any harder working podcasters out there than the two of you, aside from the main apps. You're doing the Pod V Pods. You're doing all the extra reviews. You're doing all the Patreon content. And if you're not a Patreon member, it's well worth it. I can speak from experience. Yeah, it's a marvel to the rest of us in the community. And what else is a marvel is, you get to do so much recording that your wives and your families let you out of the house and to do so much of this. So I'm not sure how you've wrangled that, but uh, my hat is off to you over that as well. So thanks so much for all that you do. Looking forward to the next couple of years of the show. If my math is right, you've still got, I don't know, three years and more before you finish doing uh, the IMDb Top 250. And well, I'll be there the whole way and I'm sure your listeners will as well. This has been Paul from the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews. Cheers. I tell you, Paul, the key to being able to record so much and dish out so much content is to just have every other op- every other waking moment dedicated to your family, to your <laughs> loving family, <laughs> to our lovely wives. We worship the ground they walk on every other minute, except when we podcast, <laughs> when we subtly make fun of them. <laughs> now, thank you very much, Paul, for that. Yeah, thanks, Paul. All right, over to my number nine film, which is Toy Story. Ooh, I didn't realise you had it that high. Love me some Toy Story. The original, easily the best for sure. And during that episode, I can't believe we actually managed to bring in a reference to this film compared to Toy Story. Yeah, but he's very lucky that Andy came in at the time he did because they were going to hoist him by his string. Would that have actually done anything? I think they would. Do they breathe? Do they breathe? No, they don't have lungs. So why are they hooking him up? Why are they going to hoist him up on a hook? You think they're going to lynch him? They're going to string and quarter him. Pull the stuffing out of him. That's how you. That's how you Freedom. get him. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of feel like the R-rated Toy Story would have been pretty funny. Definitely interesting, at least. Hmm. All right, your number nine. My number nine is Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan, hey. Which hasn't been mentioned yet. No, it hasn't yet, Dean. So obviously, there's a, another reference of that coming up later on. But this was about the same time where we did Pod v Pod Two with our good friends TJ and Serenity from the Movie with the Mrs. podcast. And Serenity dropped a couple of little uh, little um, harsh bombs, I guess you could say. Yeah, did, he, did he do any voice animation like The Rock? Uh, you'd think so, with that voice, but uh, I can't uh, think of any. I'm happy to hear Midnight in and Paris. That I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Serenity, obviously not a fan of the uh, Wilson jeans there. Uh, definitely not. All right, over to my number eight, which is our original breakdown, Die Hard. Okay, so we're, we're about on the same boat Yeah, there. pretty much. Now a clip from the original breakdown. Where where do you go? What do you pick here? I think one of the original ones where it was like one of your first little jabs. One of the very first jabs that we, we had here. And also with this list, there's a lot of movies on there that I may have seen when I was 14, 15, 16 and doing my you know massive movie watching binges that I used to do when I was younger and I haven't watched them again since and obviously my opinion on these movies is probably going to change a fair bit now that I'm a bit older and have a bit more knowledge of movies and film in general. Yeah just a little bit about us we are roughly 29 30 years old married with multiple kids. We're not roughly 29 30 years old. <laughs> We bro- actually are I broke 29 down, and 30 years I old. I broke down the age range of us together. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So together we're about 29 and a half. Yeah, that's, that's the median. Man, it sounds like we need a little pick-me-up there. Why are we so sad? <laughs> Man, 29 and 30 as well. Yeah, 29. I remember when I was 29, just a wee whiff of snapper. Hadn't podcasted yet. Those were the days. <laughs> yeah, you still had your quick wit about you back then too. I will give a little sample of our original test that we did. Oh, God. Really? Our little test we did on Ingrid Goes West, where your quick wit was just all over the place. Oh. Now, that's something I wouldn't be watching on the toilet. What, what do you do when, when you're on your phone on the toilet, Dean? Normally, um, ones or twos. Um. <laughs> I mean, I'm not wrong. <laughs> I know, but you, just, you were just bang, you were just snap on it. Like, yeah, this is when I knew this is going to be a great podcast. <laughs> all right, on to your number eight. My number eight is Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko. All right, good choice, good choice. I remember that episode because I gave you a story from my past about what I did when I used to sleepwalk. No, I did have a sleepwalking story. Apparently, when I was maybe 10 to 13 years old, uh, my dad told me that one time I came out of my room at like after I was asleep, obviously, just walked straight past him, didn't acknowledge him, and went and took a whiz in the bin. Ouch. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> he definitely holds that against me. He's like, remember that time you sleepwalked and pissed in the bin? <laughs> as long as you didn't hold it against him, you dig. I know. <laughs> I once um, shared a hotel room with someone Mm -hmm. who was drunk, got up in the middle of the night, and they didn't piss in the bin, they pissed in the kettle. Was this you? No. (laughs) I was furious in the morning. Wow. Went to make my coffee, realised it tastes different, couldn't work out- No, I'm joking. I've got my tries. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, put yourself together. (laughs) Absolutely. On to my number seven, and that is No Country for Old Men. Ooh, nice. Yeah, love me some No Country for Old Men. One thing you weren't too keen on was the uh, the stoic nature of Sheriff Bell in that film. I don't know. What did you think of the Sheriff Bell character? Because I found him a little dry. Tommy Lee Jones does feel like a dry kind of person in real life, actually. And even, oh, yeah. He, he, from what I hear, he's a very grumpy person in real life. <laughs> But even there was this one scene where he's sitting with this, this younger guy at the table and they, he talks about something real disgusting and the young guy like laughs and then realises he's laughed in front of the sheriff and like catches himself and stops. And Tommy Lee Jones just deadpan as ever, as ever, as ever, looks over to him and you think he's about to get told off and he goes, That's all right, I laugh myself sometimes. No, you don't. <laughs> There's no way you've ever laughed. <laughs> Oh, I love it. <laughs> no, you don't. Very like, smooth. like you're talking to him. Very smooth cuts there, Hendo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on to your number seven. My number seven is the pianist. Hey, that is that is big. That is high. Absolutely. And deservedly so. Yeah, I mean, I'm not too far off it. Actually, I was. I was at 19 when we were talking about it. But we had a little conversation there, once again, about the pronunciation of a name. Is it pianist? No, we both agree on that. <laughs> Now, Dean, it's your pick, it's your plot summary. Okay. In this adaptation of the autobiography, The Pianist, the extraordinary true story of one man's survival in Warsaw, Vladislaw Spielmann. Spielmann. I need to get used to saying that. Vladik Spielmann. Vladik Spielmann. Oh, wow. What? That was bad. That sounded like you spat in the middle of that. Me? Spielmann. 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 Vladik Spielmann. Spielmann. No, it's Spielmann. Spielmann. In your notes, did you write Vladik or Spielmann? I wrote Vladik. No, you did not. Did you really? Yeah, I did. Oh, I've written Spielmann. <laughs> you can change it to Vladik if you're not. I'm not changing to Vladik. Spielmann is <laughs> I'm what I'm all about is. the Vladik. No, no, definitely not. 
How did you miss the Vladic joke? I'm all about the Vladic. Yeah, I, I let that one go. It was very unlikely. What's wrong with you? You love the Vladic. <laughs> all right, on to my number six. It is the highest animated film, The Lion King. Nah, no, I'll stop. Thank you. <laughs> I saved everyone the courtesy there. No, and of course, we were going through our trivia about this. And well, this wasn't the only time that we stumbled across this actor. But as always, we like to talk about casting choices. Rufasa. Liam Neeson. That would work. Timothy Dalton. I don't know him well enough. You reckon Liam, Liam Neeson would have worked well? Well, he voiced Aslan, for God's that sake. That is a very good point. All right. And he's, he's got that deep, powerful voice. Oh, yeah, for sure that would work. But the scriptwriters actually envisioned Sean Connery. Yeah, that would not work. Could you imagine Sean Connery? Yeah, Mufasa. What was that? <laughs> that was not Everything Scottish. And a great struggle of life. Yeah, it, it, it's, it would take you out Everything of the light touches is our kingdom. Why do you talk so fast? I don't know. So you could not get my accent. <laughs> That's the only way I know how to do Scottish. It's wrong, Ando. Well, I must say, there is another Scottish accent coming up, so maybe you might change your mind on that one. But let's get to your number six first. My number six is Kill Bill, volume one. Kill Bill, volume one, hey? About the time we did Pod V Pod 8 with the now defunct The Film Inquiry Podcast Network with Jay Leabetter and John Mark Junkins. And we also had a little segment in our What Else I've Been Watching part where I put together, or maybe, I'll, maybe I'll put a, a plot for a certain movie you, you fell in love with. Yeah, I think it takes itself too seriously. Mark Wahlberg is basically Dignam from The Departed, only way over the top. I would love a Dignam movie. No. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yes! Wouldn't it? But this is like this is like a a bad Dignam impression. Not possible. Not possible. <laughs> you do love your Dignam. <laughs> How could you not? No, I'm in the same camp, mate. Dignam movie. I'd get onto that. Of course you would. But onto the top five. Top five, baby. We're into it. And my number five is The Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. It's very good. It is very good. Not it, top five material. Silence of the Lambs was done exactly one year ago today, whereas two years ago was our Django Unchained episode to this day. So I think it's time we go and take a look back, go step back in our journey and take a look into these episodes, shall we? What's your history with it? Yeah, I'm about the same. I saw it when it first came out. I actually watched it early one morning by myself and thought it was that Lame. good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Okay. <laughs> figure of speech swallowing your tongue it refers to an unconscious person having their tongue muscle relax at the back of their throat and block their airway it's not actually so what's to say it's not actually swallowing your tongue so what's to say that he got migs to knock himself out hence swallowing his tongue what's to say he didn't bite his tongue off and swallow it and why choke? would you choke on that It'd be a soft piece of flesh It'd be delicious if you were Hannibal. Not me, though. Are you sure? (laughs) Good save. (laughs) So this is where we get the final scene of the film, where Stephen and... Lara Lee. That's it. And a couple of the others are heading back from, I guess, the funeral for Yeah, it was the funeral. And they're all doing their their singing. They come in, they're all down. Yep. And up top is... And finally, Ed Gain, who would make skin clothes, suits out of women's skin, who also inspired Leatherface. There's some random people out there, I'll tell you. Oh, there's some messed, messed up people out there. That sounded so erotic. Wow. <laughs> it's <laughs> odd that you would take it that way. The way you said it. There's some messed up people out there. <laughs> sounded more like Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Tune in next week for Smooth Sounds. <laughs> some messed up people. Smooth Sounds of the Serial Killer, Volume 1. Starring Ed Gein. So yeah, all this but- stuff leading up. 
but <laughs> it's unnecessary. Yeah, so he makes his perfect shot, and then we have a ten-minute montage of him learning to shoot. But he, they show him shooting straight away, and he's he's getting it perfect. See, this whole thing is just an elongated scene to show that yes, Django is awesome. We know that. Yeah, we know that he's awesome because he's. Django! He talks about, like, oh, the nightlife in this town, you know, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. And it's like, man, she's I've never just... had anyone as pretty as you come around yes. here. Yes. Like, come on. Like, she's just trying to do just, her yeah, job. Just ease off, mate. No shame. We'll have to start calling him Do- Mig soon. <laughs> well, I was going to call him Dr. Chilltown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Just having Buffalo Bill follow her around, like, as she slowly creeps around in the pitch black, you know, scared out of her mind, and, like, he toys with her. You see, like, she, he goes to... Mm. Touch her. Stop it, Hendo. <laughs> you don't need to show me what he does. <laughs> we see the night vision straight up as yeah. he's watching the blonde. Catherine. Do you know who this person is? She looked familiar. Yeah. What's she in? Grey's Anatomy. She the heart doctor that comes in when Burke goes? Yeah, yeah, that's her. Oh god, I thought you were gonna have a go at me for knowing way no, too no, much. No, no, no. I know, I know, I know you. I know you like adored that show. Like, hey, in hey, the, hey! In the first, up, in the first, on the, in the No, you did. In the first couple of seasons, you were like, oh my god, Grey's Anatomy. Oh my god, I've got all the DVDs. It was my wife's. I swear. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> I have been caught. <sighs> It's actually lucky that Anthony Hopkins ended up getting the role because he was not directed Demi's first choice for it. He actually wanted Sean Connery to play Hannibal Lecter. Terrible. Terrible pick. Oh, what a different movie it would be. I ate his liver with some fava beans and ice Chianti. (laughs) (laughs) So Schultz gets down from the wagon, puts up his lantern, starts taking it across all the slaves, and he finally comes up to... <laughs> hey, listeners, we just want to take a quick second here to thank you for taking the time out of your day to come and listen to us banter on about movies and all things movie related. Yeah, it really does mean a lot to the both of us. We're always looking to improve our show and get our name out there, and there's a couple of ways you can help us. Yeah, one of the easiest ways is to just get the word of mouth out there. Let your family and friends know about the show and where they can find us, which is pretty much everywhere. Places like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and of course, Podbean. We're very thankful for Podbean for taking on our podcast. Yeah, definitely. It's a great hosting site and it's got this great app with it as well. Yeah, what I like about Podbean's app is you can actually comment on the episode that you're watching and it goes straight to us and we can reply back immediately. Amazing. And if you'd like to get a hold of us, you can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash imdbjourney, our Facebook page at facebook.com slash imdbjourney, our letterbox pages where we keep our film diaries up to date. I am at letterbox.com slash dino underscore j. 88 really rolls off the tongue and you can find hendo at letterbox.com slash hendo exactly another way to help us out is to leave a five-star rating and review on itunes for us we've actually got a new review this week and it's from our good buddy dan brennick from the netflix and sport podcast starts off with the title huh but it is a lovely five-star review (laughs) it says apparently i haven't left a review for you guys well here it is this show is great lots of insightful breakdowns fun games plus what else they've been watching it's a fun time with an awesome host and hendo Really? Yep. Aww. You son of a bitch, Dan. That's right. I have to say thank you, though, for the awesome five-star review. Yes, you do. I oh, know. Thank them for that, Hendo. <laughs> <laughs> 
Or if you're really loving the content and are looking for more, why not check out our Patreon, where we post another weekly show, breaking down films not on a top 250 list. Yeah, we've actually got over 50 episodes on there now. We've gone through some notable directors' filmographies, such as Wes Anderson, Edgar Wright, and even Quentin Tarantino. That's right, there's also tons of other benefits over there. Early access to our main show, patron-only polls that we put up on the regular. Yeah, exactly. You can also shape the show the way you want it to be by telling us what films you would like us to break down. So what's coming up this week, mate? Well, it's a patron-requested review, and it comes from our awesome patron, Another Digital Citizen, and he's gone with The Autopsy of Jane Doe, a film I know absolutely nothing about. Yeah, I'm really excited to see this. I've heard good things. Looking forward to it. I also know nothing. It's one of the few films we've done that I'm going to go in just absolutely ice cold. Very cold, much like the dead body will be in said autopsy. Boom. Are you ruining anything for me here? Connected it. (laughs) What? (laughs) The autopsy. I'm sure there's going to be a dead body at some stage who may or may not be named Jane Doe. Well, let's hope for your sake you haven't spoiled anything too major for me. Absolutely. So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, head on over to patreon.com slash imdbjourney and check out the myriad of rewards and benefits we have to offer. Hey guys, this is Kevin Brackett with Real Spoilers wishing Daniel and Dean a happy two-year anniversary for their IMDb Journey podcast. You guys, it's a great accomplishment what you've done. Thank you for providing hours of content and entertainment and challenges with other podcasts and long live the beaver chair. All right, mate, back into it. Your number five. Here we go. Top five, The Matrix. The Matrix. Well, well, well. There it is. There it is. That is the last film that hasn't been mentioned. I was going to say, I was just trying to think of what my other four were and there's no way that they're in your top five. So, yeah, that's it. The collectively highest ranked film for the both of us after 50 films is The Matrix. That doesn't shock me. Me neither. No, there you go. But this was around the time we did Pod V Pod 7 with Julio and Alex from The Contrarians, our first match together. And they stupidly let us go first in the Keanu Reeves draft. They're nice enough to to have us. Let them go first. Yeah, there you go. Let's, Let's do that. We, and we have to thank you for your generosity for picking us first. We were sitting here praying I cannot to go believe. first. <laughs> I cannot believe you let us go first. All right, I'm going to take the clear number one off the board, The Matrix. Very good. Yeah, that, I think that was the one thing we all knew. Like, when we talked about this, we are like, whoever goes first is going to pick The Matrix, and after that, it gets dicier. And whoever picks the Neon Demon immediately loses. <laughs> <laughs> they knew what they were doing. They did, but then they complained afterwards. It makes it even worse. Just stick to your guns, would you guys? <laughs> right, back over to me for my number four. And that is Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, you got a very serious uh, top end, don't you, Hendo? No. <laughs> uh, no, just Saving Private Ryan, Sons yeah. of Lambs, whatever. Well, that's probably the end of the serious ones, I guess. And we got into a bit of a discussion about what, what blokes would do out in the war and, and the the limits they would go to. And we and I, I, offered, up, I offered up a suggestion to you. Yeah. There's actually a surprising amount of chewing gum in this film. Well, what else are you going to do? Chew some gum. Yeah, but it's... It's either smoking or chewing gum. They take it out of each other's mouths. Well, why not? I mean, I'm not saying... (laughs) I'm not having a go at them. You're telling me you wouldn't take Chewy out of my mouth? I'm just... It's surprising that so much of it appeared on the Because I have a bit right here. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) If I was starving, Hendo, I still would not eat anything that had been in your mouth. Except my dick. (laughs) (laughs) Then you're going to eat your dick. Well... Oh, oh, no, that's it. (laughs) Because that tastes nice, but I don't know where I'm getting that from. (laughs) But on that episode, it was a a massive one. (laughs) Yeah, it was. (laughs) 
It was our Pod V Pod 1. Our very first Pod V Pod with Billy and Topher from We Watch The Thing. And they were very generous enough to leave a guest message for us. Hey, Daniel. Hey, Dean. You've got Billy and Topher here from We Watch The Thing. And we just wanted to say happy two years. Not unlike Bilbo. Very good vintage. <laughs> what? What are you two? Is that a Lord of the Rings reference? I was go. I was... I was like, what's what's a movie reference that has to do with age? And the first thing I thought of was um, the bottle of wine in Fellowship. <laughs> That's weird, but we're leading this. <laughs> uh, we kind of started within about two weeks of each other, and I, I feel like we grew up in the podcasting scene together. You'll always be good mates, and you'll always probably smash us at trivia, but always happy to have, have you in our ear holes. <laughs> What is it? There's got to be a better word. I don't need to include holes, do I? Uh, it's there now. All right. On your mates. That'll work. I mean, we'll cut. Yeah. We'll cut some bits. What you Jesus. Your shit. I mean, you could have gone with a-holes. <laughs> uh, you, you wish, Endo. <laughs> no, thank you very much, guys. Uh, you know- yeah, one of our one of our good podcasting buddies. Yeah, one as, of the best. Opposed, one as, of the opposed, best. as opposed to all the other podcasting buddies who are real shit. <laughs> Why are you so mean, Hendo? <laughs> Everyone knows what I meant. <laughs> nah, thanks, guys. All right, on to your number four. Dun, 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 number dun, dun, four, hey. Yeah, number four, La La Land. It was low for Dean. Hmm. Yeah, could have, could have, could have snuck up a spot, maybe. But there's some great films up here now, Hendo. We did mention before about you know some classic IMDb Journey openers. This probably has to be the best one. Welcome to the IMDb Journey podcast, where we break down one movie a week from the top 250 and give our thoughts, our reviews, and any general discussion along the way. My name is Daniel Henderson. Sorry, no, there's a, there's a mistake. Dean, you were supposed to go first. This is not a joke. Not so, a sorry, joke. sorry. Oh, oh, man, I, I f***ed that up real bad, didn't I? Sorry, you go. <laughs> <laughs> and my name is Dean, and I will sing the rest of this podcast. If you want me, I will also stop singing. And, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that, Dean. Yeah, definitely our best. Voice of an angel. That was beautiful. <laughs> Yours was okay, too. Thank you. <laughs> All right, on to my number three. Easily, easily the biggest discrepancy we've ever had. It is, of course, Rocky. Ro- wow. I completely forgot about that. I was trying to work out what your top three would be, and I wasn't even looking as low as my <laughs> number 44 for what movie you'd put in there. I wow. think it's so disgraceful. You, you think that is just such are a Are you Are you sure you're movie? not just putting it up there, you know, to try and, like, create arguments are you, are you and sure stuff? You just, are you sure you're not just saying that to cause an argument right now? <laughs> no, I would say that is uh, not arguably our biggest argumentative movie that we've ever done. There is a lot of, uh, you know, scathing remarks on that episode. Scathing. Not just from the mo- not just from about us, but also the movie too. You went out of your way to nitpick every little thing possible, so much so that you even went into this level. So he ends up going into his shitty, dirty apartment. I get that he's poor. Does it cost money to clean up? Does he look like the kind of person who, who is has self-respect, a bit of dignity? Like he pulls Adrian into this room, and it's just like he should be ashamed. He's like, "Oh, you you don't like my bomber?" It's like, "No, pick up your fucking undies off the floor." <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> 
I didn't even see the undies. <laughs> oh man, you, you found every little thing you could. I, I'm, I don't. Uh, I, I just don't get it. I don't get the love, but. We've uh we've already discussed. We've exhausted that. all yeah. of, all of our resources on this argument. Let's move on to your number three. My number three is Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. That's a nice movie. Nice fun little movie. It's more than just a nice fun little movie, Hendo. It's the twentieth best film we've done. It's fantastic. Third best. I put this above La La Land. Yeah, and that's you know something. You know how much I love La La that Land. That is true. Maybe I should switch them. <laughs> <laughs> You've been thinking about it, haven't you? <laughs> no, this was another iconic opener. Welcome to the IMDb Journey Podcast, where we break down every movie from the top 250 and give our thoughts, our reviews, and any general discussion along the way. My name is Daniel Henderson, and welcome to the IMDb Journey Podcast, where we break down every... All right, all right, that's that's enough. Uh, And I'm Dean Jeffrey. Dean? Dean Jeffrey? Hendo? (laughs) There was some thought that went into a couple of these openers. There's other ones where we're like, oh, shit, we've got to say something. What happened, (laughs) Hendo? All right, it's time for my number two, the runner-up so far, and it is Kill Bill Volume 1. Ah, the sixth best film we've done. (laughs) Not a bad pick, really. Kill Bill Volume 1, we did have a discussion on that episode uh, of a certain annoying song that seemed to just keep playing it uh, everywhere we went. But the music here, this bang, bang, he shot me down like- Do you remember the remix of this song? Maybe. It was horrible. Was it? It was so bad. Okay. I hated it when they bought that out. Like, you're going to nab a Tarantino Did song- Did they play it at the clubs? All the time at the clubs. Did they really? All the time. <laughs> It'd be like, my baby shot me down. Da, 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 da. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> Come on. Enough. <laughs> Pull the cord out. You loved it. Don't lie. <laughs> Maybe I did, actually. <laughs> Couldn't help it. Kill Bill. Woo! <laughs> I love you, Quentin. All right, you caught me. <laughs> oh, that's so accurate. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we also, at that time, did a bonus episode on our Patreon for Kill Bill Volume 2. And you were pretty, actually kind of annoyed that uh, I knew the meaning to a certain word. The first one is very kung fu, martial arts. Samurai, all that stuff. This is a Western. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, you got East and West. You, obviously, they contrast each other. It's basically what you prefer. Do you prefer a, a chop socky action film or do you want- Chop socky? Yeah. Is that what you just said? What is chop socky? Did you just make up a phrase? Uh, folks, he's Googling what is chop socky. Kung fu or similar martial art, especially as depicted in violent action films. <laughs> no way you have that term in the back of your mind already. Did it not just happen? Chopsocky. It just uses so casual, like, yeah, of course everyone knows what Chopsocky is. Well, I did. Duh. Even if I did need Google it's to help me flog. out with the actual details. <laughs> he's, so, he's so shattered that that's actually what it is. You're terrible. <laughs> Yeah, you're terrible. Not a great comeback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't have much to say after that one. No. All right, your number two. My runner-up, and this this is tough because oh, I just love them all, but Batman Begins Wow. did not your, make number your one. number one is not a Batman film. No, it's not. So, number two, Batman Begins. Righto. Obviously, with a Batman episode, you're going to have a lot of Batman voice. So, Batman goes to talk to Flash. There's a good scene. Pulls him up in the air. Where are the drugs going? <laughs> His Batman voice is at this its is, most this Batman is peak, in, this, yeah. in this movie. Even his like gruff face, he's just he's so, trying to put that. And in it's raining on. like it's yeah. 
Do I look like a cop to you? <laughs> I never knew. I swear to God. <laughs> swear to me. <laughs> Impersonations were on point, I must say. Fantastic. Yeah. Especially cool. in my flats. <laughs> that was the standout. <laughs> All right. We're up to it. Our number ones. Here we go. If anyone has been paying attention, which they probably haven't, and they, don't have a, they don't have a checklist they've been crossing off here, they'll know what our number ones is. But my number one is The Matrix. The Matrix. Number one. Absolutely. Yeah. Can't argue with that. And even though- it is very high on both of our lists. We still find little bits and pieces where we can maybe just throw a little, really, at it. The agent comes up to kill him and you hit that awesome kill line. Dodge this. Boom! It sends him flying. <laughs> that is so awesome. Yeah, you kind of think though in the time it took Trinity to say the word yeah. dodge this. Probably could have dodged it. Yeah. He probably could have shot Neo at least. Yeah. He's like, dodge this. Okay. <laughs> just does it. Oh, where'd he go? And he did. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plenty of time. He's faster than a speeding bullet. He's not going to wait around for you to say a word. That's right. Or two. And still, we had a little thing to say about that, and it's still my number one. That is how goddamn good that movie is. (laughs) One of the best, if not the best, of the top 50 so far. But we're up to your number one, D. My number one, a film that neither one of us was able to find a fault with. It is, of course, Uh, Once Upon a Time in America. Ah, yes, that film that I mentioned earlier. They said, oh, wait a minute. No, we mentioned it last episode. That's how low it is. (laughs) But I must say, I am thankful for this episode because it did spark the rise or the start of our... Excellent! Yeah, so that scene where, you know, Dominic screams, Bugsy's coming, and then the music hits in. Like, oh my God. It's truly like a Western at this point, and you can sort of, you can really see the influence of Sergio Leone and how reminiscent it is of the many showdowns that he's directed and Marconi has scored. The pan flute is loud and yep. all other sounds are gone. Mm-hmm. Like every other sound, like you've got the kids screaming, they're running, there's a the sound of the city, all you hear is that pan flute. Very well shot. Yeah, the cinematography is on point. And even like the poster for this movie is those guys walking, yeah. leading up to this scene. And you can see Dominic at the front sort of looking back at the, um, the other gang members yeah. or his other friends, if you will. But... So there's no other sound until the gun goes off. And it's super loud. You talk about silences before. This is the opposite. Okay, this is bang. Slow motion has kicked in. The other four members disappear left and right so perfectly. Like they're all sort of down the middle of the screen. And then the gun goes off. Two of them go left. Two of them go right. Leaving only the youngest, Dominic, alone in the middle of this street. I just... So powerful. He gets shot, he goes down, Noodles has him in his arms, and we get the fantastic quote. Noodles. I slip. And it's just, when I, every time I watch this, it, it just blows me away. Like, wow, what a line. It's so small, but so significant. Do you think there was any deeper meaning behind what he said, or do you think he just thought that he slipped? Well, that, that's what I mean. It shows the innocent. It's, it's like he doesn't understand the ramifications of what's just happened. Yeah. Yeah, so that scene, definitely my favourite of the movie and one of my favourite scenes in any movie. Gets me every time. Man, you you got so passionate with this scene. Man, it's so good. It's yes, so touching. It, it is. Every element of that scene, it's just perfect. Yes, we just heard you talk about it, all right? The, 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 good, the best thing about that scene is that it created... Excellent! Yeah, 
That is exactly right. That is the scene that made us, you know, just really rate the best scene of every film we did from there on in. And there have been many other movies that have had a better scene since then. Not one that I can think of. <laughs> no, but that's it. Our first 50 films. It's been a lot of fun so far. What a journey. So far. One-fifth of the way there. Not even, because some of these films have already dropped out of the list. God damn it, So there'll be more and more to come. (laughs) In three, four years' time, we'll probably have 50 of them that have gone out already, which means this journey is never-ending. You say it like that, it's very depressing. Yeah, exactly right. Can't wait. But that's not the end of the episode. We have to get to a... So, what's next? Now, we have a little announcement that we need to address here. We've been having, we need to make. Yeah, having a big discussion over the last couple of months. We're not really addressing an announcement. We're making an announcement. Okay, we're making an announcement, all right? And I just want you to know that I fully support you with what with whatever you decide. Uh, I am retiring from podcasting. <laughs> no, no. The IMDb journey is getting a, a bit of a makeover, I guess you could say. Like we, we hinted at a couple of weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, because what we did was we looked at Hendo real close and we thought, God, we need know. to fix this. And then after we were done with Hendo, which has taken, honestly, the bulk of two the years. two years that we've been doing this, we sort of thought, all right, now let's, gonna- let's look at Dean. Tick, done, awesome. <laughs> all right, now let's look at the podcast, and that's where we're at now. Yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> I have to keep going with this, all right? So uh, what we've decided is we want to we start making this podcast even more of our own. And obviously with our artwork, we had you know us as South Park characters, and we want to veer away from that. And we also want to veer away from the, the the word IMDb in our title. Is we want to we want to create something that can be basically ours. Yeah, exactly. So we've we did give it a lot of thought. We did. Uh, we bounced yeah, we, a lot of names around. Yeah, we we put it out to the patrons, uh, put a little poll out there to see what their thoughts were, and we ended up coming up with something that keeps keeps on brand as much as we can. We wanted to keep that journey aspect of the podcast, and we wanted to make it well known that you know it's. Still about movies. Like the nothing is changing about. Yeah, and I think content. I think that's really important. We do stress the actual episodes will not change. We're going to keep hitting that IMDb top two fifty list. We're going to keep doing the pod v pods and all the other stuff we do. Nothing's changing in that regard, but we're changing the name. Yeah, we're still on the journey. It's about movies. We're simply going with the Movie Journey Podcast. The Movie Journey Podcast. Just picture it in neon lights. Ba ba ba. Movie Journey. <laughs> And that's it. That's what it's going to be. So this episode is going to come out and throughout the next week up until our episode on Prisoners, we will be transitioning to Movie Journey through our social media account. So we'll still we'll still be recognizing ourselves a little bit as IMDB Journey so that people can understand that this is who we are still. But starting next week, we will be the Movie Journey podcast. Exactly. It's going to be the end of an era, I guess. Two I don't. Years. I don't think it will be. You don't think so? No, I think- You think it, we're going to transition nice and smooth? I think this is the beginning of a beautiful podcast. Tune in the week after for our breakdown of Casablanca. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. No, yeah. seriously though, we're not doing Casablanca. Don't get excited. We still have things to pick. Yes, we do. Is Casablanca in the top 250? Yeah, of course it is, in the top 100. Wow. Really? In the top 50, to be honest. What? <laughs> Hovering around that area. I should really check that list out. I know. It's a good list. <laughs> No, but another big thank you to everyone who has been on the podcast so far for the last two years. Don't make it sound like we're going. What are no, you doing? No, I'm just talking about the This two, isn't the two a goodbye, years. Hendo. Thank you to everyone who put in a, a message. Uh, oh, yeah. No, yeah. honestly, thank you to those yeah. people. We do really appreciate it. And all jokes yeah. aside, it's 
it uh, some of the things you guys are saying, it just like I don't know about you, Hendo, but it just felt feels uh, undeserved. Like I'm, yeah. I'm just some guy talking about movies. Yeah, we're, and just, we're just two. Blokes. You guys are all so nice, yeah. and we love you all. So thank you to everyone who is listening along the way, who's listened so far, who's going to listen in the future. We're moving on strong. Here's to the next five to six years, ten years, five to six, even twenty, like we mentioned last 20. week. Who knows? But thank you, everyone. We will see you next week for our breakdown number 51 on Prisoners. Bye.